0: Alright, best of the Lord, saints to God. We welcome to another episode of Triple C. Got live, we got a great host of friends with us today all the way live from Burlington, North Carolina. The Wimbush family, the two babies, a man and their mama. So we're going to go ahead and let the Lord have his way and do what we do. So everybody, we're going to just let the Lord have his way. We may not be very long-winded today because they are babies, but we're going to let the Lord have his way. Let's open with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to come together in your word. It is our desire, God, that you be glorified, that we be edified at the spirit of the Lord, be illuminated and electrified throughout the people of God. Bless every podcast listener today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's go right into the word of God this morning. And it's truly a blessing to have our baby daughter and the youngest of our grandchildren here with us all the way from North Carolina. We're going to go to the book of Galatians chapter Five, and we're going to look at verses 13 to 26. And let me read from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads, For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if ye bite and devour one another, Take heed, ye be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led by the spirit, ye are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh, Are manifest which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variances, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, as such like of these which I tell you before. As I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against us, there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with affections and lusts. And here's the last couple of verses. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not do desirous or vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. That was very, very lengthy, but God's got a purpose for this today. Today's podcast title is titled Spirit Conscious. Spirit Conscious. Today we look at where we are, what in life the world, as I said, has gone wild. And what we got to understand is this, is when the Spirit of the Lord is at liberty, we got to move and go forward in the name of the Lord. Here's what God has put in my spirit this morning. Paul, writing to the church at Galatia, has a word for his people, he has a word for us. What is that? Here's the thing, when we talk about being spirit conscious, like I believe the Lord was preparing us over the last couple of Sundays, strange things do happen to Christian people. We talk about beware of seducing spirits. We talked about the things that God has said that we need to be attention. Stranger danger is what we talked about. All those things, when we look at it, when we talk about those things, we got to understand what God is doing. Well, we got to understand what God is doing. Here's what we're going to look at today. Present day. We're going to look at the present day today. This is where God said, here we are as a people of God. To be godly aware. Spirit conscious is being what? Godly aware. Being aware of your surroundings. Being aware of school. Being aware of how to learn how to do the things that God would have you to do. So here's what we got to do, Irie. we got to pay attention. That's what we got to do. To, to be... Godly aware is this, saved, spirit-filled, and led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8 and 14 says what? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. When we realize that, that's when we know God's working in our lives. So this is what we're going to do. Yes, God's got a purpose and a plan. So what we're going to do is this, look at present day. In the present day today, this is what I've said, and you've heard me say this, we live what? In a world gone wild. That is true. From what I say, from the White House, to the church house, to our house, it is very much real, but I do believe God's got a purpose and a plan. So when we look at what God is saying today, here's a few things God has put in my spirit, and this is what we're going to look at, and I'm not going to try to Uh, paraphrase all these verses, but I want to key on a couple of verses, 13 and verse 16. And I believe that'll speak to our spirit. So as we look at it right now, here's the present day society or the charismatic movement. What does that mean? So when you think about being spirit conscious, it's making sure that you pay attention to everything that's happening in your life. From Isaiah's age, to Irie's age, to Taylor's age, to Monique's age, to mom, dad, and all of us that are paying attention. This is where we are. So this is what the God said in my and put in my spirit. Like I tell you all, hot off the wire. So let's go to verses 13, and then we'll capitalize on 16, and then we will let the Lord lead, and then we may bring the podcast to a close in the name of the Lord. But as Paul was writing to the church at Galatia, this is what he was doing. He said it in his day, for brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Liberty equals what? Freedom. Liberty equals the spirit freedom that we talk about. Here's what we desire to do. In present day society, or as we call it, the charismatic movement, we got to understand what's happening. Here's the thing. When I think about present day, where people are living and how they're interacting and doing what they're doing. What does that mean? Are you being led by the spirit of God? Are you being led by your mind, your flesh, and all the things that's happening? That's what we got to pay attention to. We look at all those things in that regard. So this is what the verse says in verse 13 says it this way. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. What does that mean? Don't let because you're a Christian, because you are human, that be the reason why you do what you do to oppose God. God wants us to pay attention to the life that we want to live in that regard. So here's what he says. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but love and serve one another. What do we got to do? Love each other. We got to love each other unconditionally in that regard. So there's a few things that the Lord put in my spirit, Isaiah. This is what he said in verse 13. I said it, I'm going to repeat it, and then we're going to move to verse 16. So here's what we are. A couple of things that God put in my spirit. Irie, hot off the wire, baby. Hot off the wire. This is what God said. Believers are called to walk in the spiritual freedom that God has designed. That comes through what? Christianity. In Christianity, you walk into freedom. Now, what does that mean? People oftentimes are led by their emotions, led by what's in their mind, led by what they see with their natural eyes, led by what they feel with their natural feelings. All those things are very valid and very real. Yes, ma'am. Very real. Very real. So here's what God said in our spirit. So as we look at that, verses 14, 15, 16, paraphrase, for all of the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. God, so what? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He wants us to learn to love and to pay attention to what we're doing. But this is what often happens. We have interference, I call it. Why? We get distracted. We have all kinds of things that's going on around us and we have to pay attention. Yes, we do. So this is what God said in the word. Here it is. Believers are called to walk in the spirit of freedom. And that freedom is the love of God. In the Greek and the Hebrew is called agape, A-G-A-P-E. When the agape love, which is the unconditional love that we got to have, we have to believe God at his word. That's right. We do. We have to believe God at his word. Yes. In that regard. So here's what the Lord says: A, the spirit of love. We have to walk in the spirit of love of love. What does that mean? Here's what it says. To be spirit conscious is to pay attention. To be spirit conscious is to walk after those things. To be spirit conscious is to know that God is speaking not only through his word, but through prayer. That's what God says we got to do. We walk in the spirit of love in the name of Jesus Christ. All right. This is what the word says here. So this is what verse 16 says. Then I say, then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. What does that mean? When you are led by your emotions, when you are led by what you feel and not by what the word says, you have to be careful of what's going on. What do I often say? It's not necessarily what's going on Around you, it's what's going on inside of you. Your spiritual heart, not the heart that pumps blood, not the heart that gives you all the things you do when you get emotional and your traumatized spirit goes up. It's the spiritual heart of God that has been renewed and been filled with the Spirit of God. When you've got that in your heart, the spirit heart of God, then you're on the way to spiritual success. To be spirit conscious is not to be fleshly minded and fleshly led. What does that mean? Don't move by your emotions. We're impacted by our emotions, but we're to be spirit led. Romans 8 and 14 says what? For as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, we're talking about being spirit conscious. To be conscious in the Webster's Dictionary, it means to be alert, to be uh, uh, awake, to pay attention to your surroundings, to be cognizant of what's going on around you so that you can be well aware on how to live, move and have your being. When you walk in the Lord, here's what God said to the book, and what Paul said to the church at Galatia. This is a letter of Paul to the church at Galatia. Now here, he breaks down. This is what he said in verse 17. For the lust flesh is against the spirit. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit. Ye are not under the law. In verse 18, 17, 18 says it this way. For the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another. What does that mean? So that ye cannot do the things that ye would. In other words, let me put it to you this way. When you desire to do what the the will of the Lord says, your human mind will often say, I don't want to do that. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like praying. I don't feel like loving people who has misused me. I don't feel like blessing people has done those things to me. But the spirit of the love is what you have to do. You got to believe that God can you gotta believe that God will, you gotta believe that God will work through you, you gotta believe that God will work in you, you gotta believe that God will work on you. Why? Because our flesh, here's the difference when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the sinned, sinned seed of your flesh, when you accept Jesus Christ, you have accepted the perfect, sinless seed of God in your spirit. In your human flesh. That's why the flesh war against the spirit. You got to be careful because you're always battling. Paul said it this best in the book of Romans chapter eight. The very things I know to do, I don't do. Why? Because I'm wrestling. That's why the world says, you cut me, I cut you back. You lie on me, I'm going to get you back. Vengeance is mine. And we said in in the human mind, but the scriptures say, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I shall repay. You don't have to put your mouth on the name of anybody. You turn them over to the Lord. It's hard to do. Why? Because we are human design, but we are now spirit born again. Big difference. When you are spirit born again, you wrestle and you struggle. There's times that you just want to scream or punch somebody or say something or do something. Why? Because you're human. But the spirit of the Lord reduces how we act in life. This is what God put in my spirit. And then we will move on. The first thing is this, to be spirit conscious, you got to do what? All believers are called to walk in the spirit of freedom. You can't do that apart from God. You can't even love like God would have you love apart from the spirit of the Lord leading you. Tell you why. I can't love you like a human being because if you hurt me, I hurt you. If you disrespect me, I typically will want to disrespect you. But in the spirit of the Lord, God will say, be what? Slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen. Quick to listen to who? The Holy Spirit. Not your own voice, not what you want to do. Okay. Not not what you want to do. It's what God will want you to do. When God says, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I shall repay. Why do I need to try to help God out by trying to get somebody back? No. Why? Because you what? Reap what you sow. I don't want to sow negative things. I don't want to sow fleshly things. I don't want to sow anger. I don't want to sow hatred. I don't want to sow discord. I don't want to sow confusion. I don't want to be on the job and be a messy Marvin or a messy maniac. I don't want to be a negative Norman. I don't want to be any of those things. What I want to be is is go to work. This is what we say, keep your head down, do what we're supposed to do. Let the spirit of the Lord lead us and then we watch God go to work. That's what we do we watch God work on what? Our behalf. Why? Does it make it easy? No. I've never found in the Bible that God said your walk in this life would be easy. Remember I've said through the times of podcast, every one of us has a what? W-E-A-K day. Every one of us has a weekday. Today may be your weekday. Tomorrow may be your weekday. Someday next week may be your weekday. But what God wanted me to remind you of is this. Is to be spirit conscious makes you become, in the modern day vernacular, woke. You want to be woke. You want to be conscious of what's going on in your life. You've yet to experience what God has for you if you're not spirit conscious. If you're always reacting to a situation, you're going to always what? I'll put it to you this way. If you always do. What you always did, you will always get what you always got. If you're always at the water cooler gossiping, guess what? Gossip's going to return unto you. There's a wise woman said to me, you got to be careful who you hang with. Because if somebody will try to bring you a bone, they'll carry a bone back about you. I've said it this way. Not everybody in your life is your friend, right? Not everybody's meant to stay a part of your life for the rest of your life. But here it is. You've got to be cognizant of what the Lord is doing. Now, the first thing God put in my spirit, every one of us, if you profess to be a believer, you have to want to walk in the spiritual inward freedom that God gives you. Why are you so mad all the time? Why are you always so angry? Why are you so easily disrupted? Why are you so easily angered and confused? Why are you always so easy to snap at somebody? Why are you always so easy to wonder what's going on and what is God is doing? Have you been walking with God not long enough to understand that God is real? God plus one is what? The majority. God says a 1,000 at one side, 10,000 at the other, but nothing shall come nigh thy dwelling. That dwelling is twofold, not just your home where you reside, but your body where the spirit of God resides. When God dispatches the warring angels to put a protective hedge about you, you have to be conscious of the spiritual warfare that's going on around you every day. Here's what I love about what God has done for me. I've never denied that I'm still human, even though I've been walking with the Lord all these years. I've always believed that I'm still What? a work in progress. I still believe that I'm a mess being made into a miracle. I still believe that I get troubled like the best of them. I get upset like the best of them. I get angry like the best of them. We all don't like foolishness. We ain't got time for drama and chaos. I pray to God that I wish I had a praying church that if you just realize everybody in your company ain't your real company. Some people have been sent by the enemy to disrupt your day. They've been sent to buffet you, as Paul said, that he went to God three times to remove that impediment from his life. But God said, what my grace is sufficient for you. If you're a Christian, now, if you ain't a Christian, this don't apply. If you don't believe in God, don't believe in the word, if the people that you talk to said God ain't real, none of this applies. This applies to people who have professed to walk with the Lord and who are striving to get better in their Christian walk with Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, I'm almost done this morning. So when you look at the word of God, when you think about being spirit conscious, we talked about stranger danger. We talked about strange things do happen to Christian people beware of seducing spirits. Why? They're here to not get you closer to God. They want your anxiety to be through the roof. They want your blood pressure to remain high. They want you to be in the bed of affliction where you can't walk. They want you to be mentally, physically, and spiritually what? Depressed. So you can't walk with God and receive and accept the joy of the Lord, which is what? Your spiritual strength. Amen. So when we look at that, verse 13, he said it that way. I'm going to skip down to verse 16, then I'll paraphrase the rest, and then we will close the podcast. Verse 16 says it this way. This I say then, walk in the spirit. Read it for yourself. Those are written in capital letters. Walk in the spirit, and ye shall not, what? Fulfill the lust of the flesh. Then he goes in 17 through uh, 21. He just breaks down all the attributes of walking in the flesh. I pray that y'all go back and read Galatians chapter five, the whole chapter, but key on 13 through 26. It's important to understand what comes out of fleshly living. When you do that, I promise you, it'll help you. Now, verse 16 says what? Walk in the spirit. And when you walk in the spirit, you will not want to fulfill the lust of your human flesh. Here's a few things in closing. This is what God said. When you learn to walk in the spirit, Romans 8 and 14, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons and the daughters of God. When you learn to do that, when you feel the unction to want to launch, God will say, no, not right now. God will say, no, don't attack. Don't retaliate. Don't jump. Why? I got you. That's what we say, right? I got you covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. But here's the difference. You can't always intervene and think you're helping God out. God doesn't need our help against the enemy. God has got him in control. Understand this. It's only for a spiritual season that God has allowed the enemy to walk to and fro up and down in the earth, seeking whoever he may devour. He can't devour you unless you allow him to come into your mind, come into your home, come into your family, wrap his arms around your children. You got to learn to be spiritual warriors, and you've got to rebuke, you've got to bind, you've got to do those things. Why? You can only be doing that if you're what? Spirit conscious. Your spirit mind has to be on alert. Hear me when I say this, get ready to bring this to a close. We are in imminent warfare with the enemy and every fallen spirit. When you realize this, verse 16 says, if you walk in the spirit, you won't desire to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Here's a few things that God put in the second part that he want me to share with you. If you're walking in the spirit, you don't want to what? Live and be fleshly controlled. What does that mean? When you're fleshly controlled, you're out of control. You're haywire. Buck wild. or oh, what? A world gone wild. The other thing is this. In your home and in your family, when you're flesh control, that's why it's always arguments. It's always fussing. It's always fighting. Here's the two greatest umbrellas that we fight under. Money, either the lack thereof or the miscontrol of it or extramarital style type relationships, whether it be husband, wife, wife, husband, mother, father, children, son, daughter, brother, sister, all of that plays a role in how the enemy slowly and methodically disintegrates the family life. If the enemy can come in and destroy the mom and the dad, or if he can destroy the mom or the dad, he can take over your house and wreak havoc on your lives. Amen. We don't want the enemy to wreak havoc in our lives. The other thing is this. If you're flesh control on your job, you you find yourself, have you found yourself always frustrated when you're on the phone, when you're texting, when you're emailing, when you're working? Because these people get on your ever loving nerves. But you got to be careful and cognizant of where they are. I'll put it to you this way. What if we said, you will know a tree By the fruit that it what? Bears. You can hear it in the tone of the voice. Now, let's not get it twisted. We are all human. I don't know about y'all, but I still love laughing. I still love joking. I still love having a good time. I'm still serious about my ministry. I'm serious about this word. I'm serious about my family. I'm serious about the people that work with me or those that they say that work for me, even though I don't pay anybody. But there's a mission, there's a method, and there's a master. And all of it's applicable to how we live. The other thing is this, in the presence of, or of the worship of the fellowship of believers. You don't want to have pew pastors when you're in church. You don't want to be so, so heavily minded that you're no earthly good. You don't want to be so that you say you know God, but it's acting as if God don't know you. What does that mean? That means you always talk about God, but what you produce don't line up with God's word. What you say don't match up with how you live. Amen. We got to be careful. Y'all know I said, and I've said it a thousand times with our what? Nasty selves. Why? Paul said, no good thing dwells in my flesh. I've got to lean on. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says what? Lean not to thine own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledge God and he shall direct our path. I want my path to be directed. Why? I get tired of always struggling, dealing with people. Everybody, I said this, everybody that's in your company is not your friend, but you want God to give you the spirit of discernment to know who's the enemy. How do you know them? By the fruit that they bear. Not what they say. I can tell you I love you all day, but I never show you I love you. I never explicitly show that God resides in my heart. That could be a problem. Amen. And the last thing is this, when you desire to walk in the Lord, verse 22 is what we're in 23 in closing. He said, but the fruit of the spirit, one fruit, which is in God, manifests multiple attributes, but the fruit of the spirit, capital S, is what? Love, joy peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. God's law overrides the law of man when you walk in the spirit realm. But that don't mean because you're a Christian, break the laws of the land. That's not what God is saying. God says, you render unto Caesar's what is Caesar's. You render unto God's what is God's. What does that also mean? As we close now, God says this, when you're spirit conscious, where the spirit, as the old Kirk Franklin song says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Liberty. And that liberty, but let me drop something else in your spirit while I'm coming by your street. When you walk in freedom, in liberty, it equals responsibility. I have a responsibility to not to be so heavily minded that I'm no earthly good on my job. I can't be so heavily minded. I'm no earthly good to my wife and my children, not my grandchildren. I can't be so cognizant where I'm so deep into the word. I can't laugh at a good joke. I can't watch television because everything's of the devil. The devil is a liar. We gotta know where we are. This is what we gotta do. We gotta know where we are, Isaiah. We gotta know where we are. And when we do that, we watch what God's gonna do. That's what I'm saying, buddy. That's what we do. Here's where we close. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom, there's liberty. That way we can say what, Isaiah? Yeah! That's what we do, Isaiah. That's where we do it. We say yes, Paul, That's where we are, sir. That's what we do, people of God. As we close this podcast today, as Irie has went off into a pillow of la-la land in the Lord. Why? Because God's angels have soothed her spirit because she went to sleep what? Spirit conscious. That's what we do now. Let's close in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is freedom. The Spirit of the Lord is conscious. The Spirit of the Lord is real. And as we desire now, God, to elevate in the Spirit, we don't desire to keep walking and messing up in the flesh. We thank you for this opportunity. Oh God, where I have hatred in my heart, remove it and replace it with love. Where I get confused, God, make the crooked places straight. Make the high places low. Make the low places high. And if God, we can't climb it, if we can't go around it, destroy it, that we can walk through it. Bless now my family, bless my children, bless my grandchildren, bless every podcast listener that they can reap a reward 100 fold in return. And we thank you now in the name of the awesome and mighty name of Jesus Christ. As we close with a song where the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty in the name of Jesus Christ. Until the next time, the Lord this is Tony is and the family liberty. signing off from Triple C. Be blessed. The spirit God bless you. Of the Lord
1: is the captive or set free, the wounded or made whole. There's rest for your soul.
0: What a blessing to have
1: TTM. Where the spirit is, there's liberty. What a blessing. Is anybody here that loves Jesus? If you love him, can you just wave that hand and let him know that you love him? Come on, I want to hear you tell him that you love him. Come on, tell the Lord that you love him. Hallelujah. Oh, Come on, family. Come on, John. Say it one time, John, for me. The Spirit. Where the Spirit John. of the Lord is. There's liberty. There is liberty the Spirit. Whoever's well, of the Lord is. There's liberty. There's liberty. Yeah. Where the spirit of the Lord is. Of the Lord leads. The The captives are set free. The wounded are made whole. The wounded are made whole. There's rest for your soul. There is rest for your Here we go. Jesus' name, where the Spirit is, where the Spirit is, hallelujah, come on, come on, where the Spirit